Why you gotta, why you gotta bring up my Easter basket? <laughs> why it's you gotta a, bring up my Easter a basket? Tiny I don't wooden bunny with. Yeah, I've had it forever. Chill out. Did you make it? No. <laughs> I don't know. I've just had it for a while. Okay. I've never seen that. Well, good. Are you? You've never been here Easter morning, so. Do yeah. You, do people do things Easter morning? You like, didn't get Easter like an Easter present. Uh-uh. Listen, we're not I, talking to my parents. parents. Didn't do the tooth fairy. My parents didn't do Santa. We we were the house on Halloween that turned their lights off and pretended <laughs> oh, no. we weren't home. We got egged a few times. Yeah. So. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Are we ready to start? I this? guess so. Yeah, we can start. Ready. One, three. Two. Wait, are you counting? You count backwards. I'll count forwards. Okay, you ready? Three, one, two, two one. three, go. Oh, you went on go. I always go on the four. Oh gosh. Or in this case, the zero. Yeah. I'm glad I was recording. Is that cold air? Maybe. Jeez. You okay? Put your head up. There you go. You're I fine. put my hood on. Okay. Welcome in to the show, everybody. I hope everybody enjoys our, our opening segments. I mean, if you don't They're care always, about football, you at least get a, at about least, three minutes of just solid fun. Really what I think it is, is we just kind of let people into a glimpse of our everyday conversations. Were you recording the Easter Bunny thing? I was. <laughs> that, that all happened. <laughs> I was. I hit record and you asked about the Easter Bunny. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, that's kind of the point. <laughs> There's been a few times I knew you were recording and this one, I, I don't know. I just thought we were talking about the bunny. Yeah, the legit, that's just what we there do. There you go. Yeah. Welcome to Nacho Average Podcast, the podcast where we talk about fantasy football and eat nachos. Today mm. is Wednesday, November 13th. It is. And the nachos this week, we Ooh. had a little bit of a, what, can we call these foreign? Can we call them foreign I, nachos? I think you have to call okay. them foreign. Out of town. They're definitely They're out of town. They're not domestic. So we were in Knoxville this weekend, and we got recommended a place to go eat called Soccer Taco. Yep. I'm still confused <laughs> as to why they don't say football. That seems contradictory. Football Taco? Football Taco. I don't understand. Feels like that's what it should have Feels been. like what they should call it. Yeah. It was a very, very traditional very, Mexican restaurant. Yes. Seems like, like they should. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. We were also told to get the um, fast break nachos. The fast break nachos. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got steak. I did. I get steak. You went and I chicken. got chicken. Chicken. What was was what was recommended? So I, we didn't really talk about Ooh, it before we ordered. No, we didn't. I just said chicken, please, and you said take steak, and I went, oh steak. I just there's something about the way like a Mexican restaurant, a good one, right. cooks steak yeah. like that is just so yeah. good. Yeah, you're right. Salsa was awesome. Oh my word! Salsa was so good. I could have drank that. Yeah. I'm very confident I could have drank it. I think so too. It was delicious. It was we really ate good. like three buckets between yes. me and Caleb. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So uh, I I think we've got a run up a runner for. So here's what we were talking about at the table when we were eating them. I mean, so with nachos, like our our standard right now is Thatchers. I feel like that's a bit unfair because they were barbecue. Yeah, because they were barbecue. So like maybe it's like. If barbecue nachos are the quarterbacks, okay, okay, yes. If we're just doing positions here, sure. Traditional nachos, Mexican nachos, would be like the running back. Okay, so it's unfair yeah. to maybe say like this one is better than that one. It's like this one's a quarterback, this one's they're, a running back. They're different. They're both. They're we got an RB one and a QB one. Yeah, I would agree. I would. That's where we're so at. So if, right if you're ranking barbecue nachos, Thatcher's above all, but just traditional regular ones. Yeah, I would this say has to take. I would say I would say Thatcher's the is the Christian McCaffrey. I know I just switched positions on that. But the number one overall. That's confusing. Yeah, no, the number one overall <laughs> fantasy player, whatever. 
but then the, the Patriots defense. Yeah, the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, those can be chewy. Uh, Solid. Yeah. yeah I'll take uh, it. And then so maybe like maybe the the soccer taco the fast break nachos were like they were good, dude. Like a Michael Thomas. They were freaking good. Yeah, they were. You really just good. added a receiver into the mix. I did. Stop. I'm just going. I'm all over the place tonight, Jordan. <laughs> all over the place. They were great. Got a lot to look forward to in the show. We got a little bit of league updates. Lots of league updates. Oh no, it's heat. All right, that feels good. Uh, Jordan's enjoying my AC. It, it, yeah, it felt cold at first. Okay. Uh, it's chilly. We got a little teaser here with, with a little Kaepernick news. Mm-hmm. A little new Kaepernick news here. We got our microfree sit of the week. Yeah, we We've do. We've got the Aaron Corcoran can't trade, won't trade, untradeable trade of the week. It gets better every time it I hear it. It does. It really does. And then we'll get to the week nine preview as well. So, Jordan, why don't we hop right into yeah, yeah. these lug, league updates. Lug updates? League updates. Well, we can call them lug updates. A lot of these are very luggy. Um, but I want to start with like the uh, just good old practice Um did not practice, did practice, this kind of sure. stuff like now. Because a lot of people see that. And I still feel like after years and years of football, people see didn't practice on Wednesday and they get nervous. Right. Stop getting nervous about yeah. that. Yeah. Wednesday is literally just a good classic veteran day kind of football player off. Like, you shouldn't be too worried if you see uh, so-and-so didn't practice on Wednesday. Like, <gasps> Josh Jacobs didn't practice. Yeah. Dude's fine. Like, yeah. they even make up injuries, I feel like. They're like, his shoulder hurt a little. He's got a – Forearm contusion. His knee. Cont- <laughs> well, contortion? Contusion? Contusion. Con- I'm pretty sure that's did a Did you thing. say contusion? Yes. You added a W. I did. And contusion. But if they can do it, I can do it. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, he, uh, Josh Jacobs probably had a shoulder con- contusion. Yeah, sure. And that caused him to sit out. Don't, don't panic about those. The guys you want to keep your eyes on are the players that you kind of need to be practicing, and they're not practicing Maybe on Wednesday. Maybe that have been injured those, for a long time. Those are the cats that should be practicing on Wednesday because they need it, not not because right. of any injury, whatever. So, like, your players like Kittle, Matt Stafford, ugh, the always famous A.J. Green. Like, you need those. Always. You want to see those cats practicing on Wednesday. And if they're not, those are the ones you need to follow tomorrow and Friday and make sure that those guys are ready for Sunday. So, just pro tip, semi-pro tip, I guess there. Um Good news, though. We, James Conner's back. Uh, coaches, everybody has said he is, quote, good to go for Thursday night against the Browns. That is good. Browns good have a pretty bad run uh, defense. So bad. Conner owners should be very happy yes. to have him back on the field. Yep. Um, I do think this means – I don't think this means trash Jalen Samuels. I put this in here because I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Like Samuels has been a a good replacement yeah. while Connor's been out. Yeah. They've split the load between Edmonds and whatever. I think obviously Snell is hurt. Um, yeah. But I, I wouldn't just trash Samuels, especially with Connor's back and forth of his injury. If I'm the Connor owner, I'd actually would be trying to acquire Samuels just in case because he was a good substitute when he was out. And just in case Connor isn't totally back, it'd be yeah. a smart play to grab him. You don't want to let Cleef, Cliff, Cleef? Cleef? Cliff Kingsbury play too much of a role in your subconscious across everyone else. Mm-hmm. But definitely roster Jalen Samuels if you've got him. Yeah. Because you never know. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, the fear of the whole deal with David Johnson. Yeah. You don't want that well, to happen with is, James Conner. Unless you're in a spot, which our league's kind of special because a lot of us are tied. Unless you're in a spot where you're still kind of fighting to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Like, if you're in the playoffs, this is handcuff season. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't draft handcuffs, and we don't recommend that you have them throughout the year. Jeez, but right around know. now, that's when you need to get those guys, the clear-cut hand, handcuffs, like the 
Alexander Madison's uh, Pollard with 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 Zeke Elliott and and Jalen Samuels here with James Conner. So if you have the luxury to grab those handcuffs, I think you need to go ahead and start doing it. Um, more positive notes though, Jacoby Brissett. Br- <laughs> Brissett. I wanted to say brisket. Brisket, and I, Jacoby brisket. <laughs> Jacoby brisket. Love that sandwich. Is uh, good brisket tacos we, yeah. or nachos. We need to have those too. Mm. Uh, should be good to play on Sunday versus Jacksonville. Missed last week, and we could tell they looked rough uh, with the backup quarterback. So obviously we want Whew. want him back. Uh, but because but Jacoby's done a great job this year of being the the fill in for Luck. He's not Andrew Luck. We didn't expect him to be, but he's been a solid quarterback this year that you could stream, that you can start on a lot of weeks. So it's good to see that he's on track to be back. So that's good for the Colts, especially since they're still in the race uh, to make the playoffs. Um, next kind of a, a scary one. Despite his leg contusion. Not, a con- not to be confused with contusion. Or contusion. Contusion. Uh, expectations are that, that Tyler Lockett will be ready to play versus Philly next week, not this week. They're on bye this week. Um, Lockett spent two nights in the hospital, actually, so it was a, it was a very serious yeah. injury, actually, that kept him, kept him down. A lot of swelling from what I was reading, so he clearly wasn't ready to be backing up on his feet. So, um, Actually, I, th- I think I read the owner or the GM of the team, like, chartered their own their their private jet to fly Lockett back to, wow. to, to Seattle from where he was and everything. So um they're glad to have Lockett back and hopefully he should be ready for next week's game versus Philly, which is great because Philly has a terrible receive uh defense against receivers. Oh Andrew, the one the, the, the bright lone bright star and shining star and the dirty birds. You shine you, you burn so bright, Austin Hooper. <laughs> But Hooper, the number one tight end on the year, yeah. all freaking year. Like, Austin Hooper Ball surprised out. the heck out of all of us, I think. I don't think he was even drafted yeah. in most leagues. Austin Hooper got uh, sprained his MCL, which is very near the ACL, but a little bit different. But still, at the same time, it is about a month's yeah. worth of recovery time right now. Yep. So, I mean, we're in week 10, right? We're not going to make 11. playoffs. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're about to be 11, yeah. So, fantasy-wise, what do you do with Austin Hooper? Because at this point, you're looking at missing uh, 11, 12, 13, 14. I mean, like, you may get him back for the championships, but after reading a few things uh, from ESPN writers today, do they even bring Hooper back, or do they just, you know, let him take the rest of the year off? So, if I'm Aaron Corcoran, if 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 I'm Aaron Corcoran, Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. It was the I can't. Aaron's inner voice. But 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 Jordan. Yes, Aaron's inner voice. I'm I'm the first place team. Why shouldn't I go buy him and stash him for my championship game that I'm destined for? My honest answer is because your team sucks, Aaron. You True. have the worst, best first, team yeah. in the league I've ever seen in my life. I'm really mad that I lost it. I really week. don't understand. Like, legitimately upset. I'm, Where did someone on the set beat him two weeks ago? Word is it was me. Word is the, that's like the, the Falcons few wins beating. I the, have that's like the Falcons beating the <laughs> Saints this past Falcons. week. No, that's exactly the what Saints are legitimately talented. Aaron's not. Okay, fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's good. Yeah, Aaron, your team drafted was beautiful. Somewhere along the line, it fell apart. You know, I would put Ben's team at the worst, and then Aaron right there next to it. But for some reason, Aaron is 
eight, seven and three, eight and two, something like that. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't understand. I, I don't either, but here's my thing. Go ahead. Aaron's team might, looking at it, might be bad. Somehow, the dude is seven and three. Eight and two. Eight, eight and, and two. two. We were wrong. Somehow, eight the dude two. is eight and two. I'm proud to know I'm one of those wins. At what point do you stop saying it's a bad team? I'm just asking a question. I don't know that it's I'm ready. It's not a good team. It's a lucky team. Well, On every, every, not every, a lot of Aaron's wins, he played the guy with the lowest score that week. It's just like David. David's lost four games. Three of those four, he was the second highest score and but, played the first highest but you score. But you know what luck is, though, right? I don't know. The devil's mistress. It's when, it's when opportunity meets preparation, Jordan. Aaron didn't prepare anything. <laughs> Aaron's been riding Deshaun Watson and Alvin Kamara when he's healthy. Yeah, I true. mean, Odell Beckham, he's been in disappointment. Aaron's yeah. not stupid. A lot of crap happened to Aaron's team. Let me be clear. So, circling back around, hooping back around here, looping oh, back around to Austin Hooper. Wow. Great, great one. My whole point with using that was if you're a first or second place team yeah, and you have an opportunity to go sell Caleb, your bench player, or even a starter – for Austin Hooper, yeah. who was going to be out, or yeah. even be paying attention because Caleb may just drop them all together. Yeah. I would go just go pick him up and put him on your bench because if you're in a championship game, you throw him back in if he's there. And if he's not, you drop him in a month. And yeah, that's I th- it. There's really no risk for somebody who's in first place. I think it's, a, yeah, the same mindset for like if you're ready for playoffs, you yeah. start preparing for playoffs. And I don't I, mind you, that. You pick him up, I, maybe. I don't know. I was trying to see when he was drafted, oh, yeah. um, and I picked the wrong team, like a stupid person. Uh, I wonder if he drafted. Did was he drafted? Oh, he he was, one hundred nineteenth. So the twelfth round, Something like that. right, right, because we have ten. Would you keep Austin Hooper in the twelfth no. round next year? Absolutely not. <laughs> just wondering. Absolutely. I not. just had to. I had to. You're answer, asking the wrong person. Also, I had to have that question I answered. Am, no, would David Van Zant keep? Maybe. Austin. <laughs> David, not, David might. David probably would. All right, let's move on to some actual big legitimate news we probably need to talk about here. And I want your opinion. I know my opinion, mm-hmm. but we found out this week that the that all NFL clubs were informed there will be a private workout held for Colin Kaepernick on Saturday in Atlanta. The session includes an on-field workout um, or on-field work, excuse me, and an interview. So everyone's invited to attend. That doesn't mean they'll have to go, but I imagine every single team probably will be represented there. And uh, videos of all of the above is going to be made available. So even if you don't go, you'll have the videos. But you won't get to interview Colin Kaepernick. So is this relevant for 2019? That's my question. Do we see Colin Kaepernick on a team before the year's over? Okay, here's the thing. And this is my hear me out before anybody texts Be, me speak or your truth. whatever. I don't think Colin Kaepernick is a good enough quarterback and worth having on your team. Okay. Fair. Okay? Fair. Go ahead. So here's here's my thing. Everybody wants to make a big deal about oh well he took his team to the Super Bowl. You know who he played? You know who the other quarterback was in that Super Bowl? No, I don't. Joe freaking Flacco. <laughs> and he's still in the league and doing terrible. So yeah. just because you make it to a Super Bowl, stop being you're a good quarterback. It's true. 
It doesn't. It just flat out doesn't. And everybody, he is so freaking polarized by all this kneeling stuff and social justice, which I'm all for, by the way. Like, don't don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to be on a team because of sure. he's going to cause drama. I don't. That's not my point. My point is, we would not be talking about him if he hadn't been kneeling down. I get that. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. Like, like, do we honestly believe? Any other quarterback, Tim Tebow is not out there trying to get back and not holding tryouts for himself to come back out and do this stuff. So to answer your question, no, I do not think it is relevant for this year. I honestly don't think it's relevant, period. He could – I saw something on social media that has rolled my eyes at so hard. Somebody said Colin Kaepernick was Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson was Lamar Jackson. And I'm like, y'all need to stop that mess. Like, yeah. like no. Like, he, like we are misremembering Colin Kaepernick really is what's happening. Yeah, so I, I would like to correctly remember Colin Kaepernick real Please quick. Um, when this crap comes to my head of, of is it relevant, is he important, I, I usually just go stats, and that's really all I go to because that's just a cold, hard fact. So, uh, yeah, and – what what year did he go to the Super Bowl? Was that fourteen or thirteen? Yeah, with San Francisco, yeah, um, Baltimore. So e- either way, um, every almost every single year, he's he's incredibly consistent. Unfortunately, his like completion completion percentage is garbage. It's just very consistently right, bad. Right. He's all he's he's fifty eight, sixty fifty nine fifty nine. It's not good, bro. No. I don't want a quarterback that makes a little more than half of his throws. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's th- eight interceptions, ten interceptions, five interceptions in a year that he only played nine games. So he was a little more consistent there. He fumbles the ball really badly. Six it fumbles, eight fumbles, five fumbles, nine fumbles, and that's because he's con- he's always trying to run the ball. I get the whole Lamar comparison. I think the huge difference between those two is that Lamar is way more accurate when he throws the ball. Um, they're Way both very accurate. talented runners. I sure. don't, statistically, you can't deny that. But they're they're not the <laughs> they're not the same player yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I, I can see. I mean, it's the NFL, dude. We give we give people that have done That's far true. worse than Colin Kaepernick That's second true. chances, third chances, fourth chances. Yeah. So it, it's it's the same. I I feel the same all the time. Someone's gonna give Antonio Brown a chance to play football as long if he's cleared to do that. Sure. Someone's going to give him a chance to play football somewhere again. I mean, look, look who just started last week. His yeah. First time this, this season, yeah. Kareem Hunt got a yeah. chance to play football again. Tyreek Hill, well, he got cleared. Yeah. Let me take that back. We have people all over the NFL that have done boo-boos, major issues, whatever it might be, yeah. that are given chances to play. Why? Yeah. Because more than just enjoying a football game, the NFL is a gigantic money hungry entertainment. business entertainment mm-hmm. they're going to make money and someone who makes you more money is someone who is controversial because yeah. you're going to get talked about he's going to be put in the limelight ESPN's going to get doing yep. things about him yep. someone's going to give him a chance to play yeah. I just don't know if that will be this year or not I legally and how you draft I, I actually I'm not good at that I don't actually know if he could physically play this year right I, I don't know contract wise if they can he do I that I think if he if he he has been a free agent he is in you know he is currently he's technically eligible, like eligible yes. to come back and play so all he's and he has not fired his agent all that stuff he's been contacting yeah. teams this whole time he very well could be signed for you know i'm trying to think who needs a quarterback right now oh, um, man. i mean cincinnati could use yeah. one because yeah, exactly suck. exactly they could sign Pittsburgh might go after someone they could sign kaepernick yeah. tomorrow and he could play sunday 
So yeah, I do think there's some teams that could possibly use him, but we'll uh we'll have to just wait and see what we yeah. get on that. Yeah. That's all the updates for this week. Uh, like you said, kind of at the beginning, you know, be be aware of the do not play or did not practice uh, indicators there, but kind of be paying attention to who should be practicing but isn't. Yeah. Um, but if somebody's healthy and has been healthy and just didn't practice today, don't read too far into that. Yeah, I wouldn't um, stress. Yeah. So let's move on to our sits of the week. I don't want to do this part. <sighs> I don't want to do this part. I know you don't. I'm sorry. And you're doing this to yourself. I I just reading the tea leaves. Yeah, that's true. They're they're yeah. there. I'll I'll prolong this for you. I'll start with my that's fine. sit of the week. Um, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. Too soon. <laughs> Is that that's my I sit wouldn't of the play week. him this no, week. Don't play sure. him this week for sure. <laughs> that might be my most. Who's the first who who goes and puts him on their team? Oh gosh. Who's if the... Rojas was still a part of our league, he absolutely would have already grabbed him. <laughs> absolutely would have. I don't know who does it. I don't know who's. Ben, go get ben, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, maybe. Give I'm him a shot. Ben, take a shot. Anyways, no, Ben's for real, my spots. my uh, my sit of the week is Christian Kirk had a huge spicy sit. That's a spicy huge sit game last week. Yeah, he did. Um, but it was also against the worst pass defense in the NFL. So the Bucks, right? I think yeah. yeah. So I think that there's some. Oh yeah, they're the worst. Hold and hold. You know, wait. You know. Let's not overreact with Christian Kirk here. Let's put him back. He's he's a wide receiver two, wide receiver three at best. Um, and I, I should have written this down and didn't. They're playing San Francisco this week. They are? Yeah, not starting him. San Francisco is going to want revenge. Mm-hmm. Their secondary is way too good. Kyler Murray is going to be running for his life against Nick Bosa. Fifth ranked yeah. receiver, defense against receivers. Yeah, not good. So people are going to be wanting to ride the high off Christian Kirk thinking, oh, man, look, he's a resurgent player. Pump breaks. Chill out with that. Like, Christian Kirk's going to come back down to earth. Um, uh, if you have other options, but, start other options. But, but Andrew. Yes, Aaron. Go I've on. never, I've never done okay, it. Is that weird? Is that? But Andrew. Yes. Two weeks ago, Christian Kirk had a really good game against mm-hmm. San Francisco. Yeah. Why can't I play him again? Because San Francisco's a smart team with good coaches, and they're not going <laughs> to let that happen again. And they just lost their first game, so they're like. Screw this crap. We're about to take all of our anger out on They've this stupid Arizona team. Kyler Murray, I would just seriously doubt Kyler Murray's going to have much time I think at Kyler all is to gonna throw get, it. Just He's going to get pummeled. Sat on yep. 48 times this so, week. So, Christian Kirk, sit of the week. I don't mind that sit. I think it's a good sit. I think people might go chasing points with Christian Kirk. Yep. He's probably rostered in most leagues, but I think one thing you can say positively is he's taken over the number one role. We love Larry Fitzgerald yeah, for sure. and all the things he's done for fantasy football and regular football over the years. He's just a great old-fashioned person. Yeah. But I think it's time to kind of move down, sir. You are the two on your team now, possibly the three. Talk about retiring next year. Is that know. what I've heard? I can't he's, remember when he said he would. He's older. He is old. Um, my sit of the week is on my team. Um this is hard for me because you're like a masochist over there. This is just hard like, for me because David Johnson is my sit of the week, and David Johnson was one of my keepers. And David Johnson, here's here's a fantasy tidbit. David Johnson has been on my fantasy team since I started playing fantasy football. True. I've never traded him away. I've I've had him and Le'Veon Bell since I started, and four or five years ago when I started playing, that was terrifying. Yeah. For someone to look at my team and be like, holy yeah. crap, he has two Love, top five yeah. running backs and they're not like, so much now, not anymore. And 
I think I've realized a lot of, I mean, this, this maybe just be silly. I feel like a lot of my losses this year are probably to the fact that I'm trying to grow and mature as a fantasy owner. And part of that is realizing you can't just keep them there. Yeah. It, it's going to yeah. change. Chris Carson's going to start being a new person. You need to think about more like these, these guys are going to come into the fold and people like Johnson and Lev Bell and possibly Todd Gurley are going to start mm-hmm. falling down and it's, it's weird and I don't like it, but I think I, I struggle with holding on to those guys. And, and this year, just honestly, David Johnson looked amazing a couple weeks ago, hit his back injury mm-hmm. and has looked awful since. So I think there's a few things going on here. Either they're not being honest about what's actually happening with Johnson. And there's a lot more going on and in the NFLs. You don't have to, yeah. like you don't have to tell anybody anything. Um, but like, I just, uh, I'm sitting David Johnson. Okay. Let's just do facts because I'm getting emotional. Okay. I'm upset. Let's talk about last week. Last week, Kenyon Drake saw 64% of the snaps while Johnson only saw 43%. Okay. The last two weeks, actually, David Johnson has been poor. Um, five attempts for two yards, one target, one catch for eight yards. It's not going to get it done. I'm not a, I'm not like a, fantasy pro or anything but that's not that's not good those right? are not good those statistics, are not good. Andrew. okay all right good yeah just double check with that in case you weren't sure he he looked slow on the field yeah. he, he fumbled the ball a lot of unusual things for david johnson and i'm more i am always more so going to lean to the fact that there's something wrong with that human being because he is a stud he has yeah. been a stud all year it, back injury since he's not been there he's not He's not healthy, and yeah. they're either lying to us yeah. or not giving us the whole story, or he's just gonna. You're gonna hear after the champ after the the the, the Super Bowl, David Johnson played with a fractured spine, something yeah. like that, like whatever you know Matt yeah. Stafford's dealing with. You're yeah. gonna hear some like crap like that come out where we're like, why didn't you just tell us that in yeah. Week Nine, and then so we could have known to move on, right? Because he's a great fantasy football player, but when you're injured, it doesn't matter, right? Like. So it's going to prohibit you just regardless. Factually, he has been losing his step. Kenyon Drake has looked phenomenal. Um, I, I'm excited. I love Kenyon Drake as an Alabama fan, but so it's really good to see him succeed in the NFL because he's looked like just a bust since he's been in the NFL being in the Dolphins. Um, but w- w- Kingsbury has said himself he's going to put the best players on the field to give them the best chance to win, like any coach should. Yeah. But I think you're seeing – a new coaching regime, Cliff coming in here. He went and got uh, Kenyon Drake. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I don't think he's healthy, and I think Drake slowly takes over this backfield, and I think DJ is done, Yeah. at least for this year and possibly in the future. Potentially even, I mean, almost indefinitely for this team. You know, I think at some point he may even look at getting traded or – He's not. He's he's twenty seven. He's yeah. not old. No, he's not too no, no, long no, no. for the league. Like it's not over for him. But we may need to seriously start reevaluating how we look at David Johnson. Regardless, yeah. they're playing against the 49ers. Chris, yeah, Chris Carter. They're they're, they're they're the they're playing against the 49ers that have allowed a running back one performance twice this year, and that was to Ken, uh, that was to Christian McCaffrey and Kenyon Drake two weeks ago. The only time they've done it is the number one running back in the NFL and Kenyon Drake two weeks ago. So I think they've, whatever it was, they found a game plan that makes sense against going against a giant juggernaut defense like 49ers. 
Yeah, I pro- I don't know that I would play Kenyon Drake either, <laughs> but I'm definitely sitting David Johnson. He's on my bench, and I'm not playing him this week, and not until he can prove that he's back again. Like, yeah. Maybe we're just overreacting, but I don't think we are, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. So those are our sits of the week. That both. was hard. I know. Painful, <sighs> but I'm proud of you. Uh-huh. That, was, that was the right thing to do. That was the right thing to do. I don't want to move him. It makes me sad. I know. But, you know. And if he has a great game, you can write an apology letter. I'll have I'll gladly apologize to him. I wouldn't I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. So those are our sits of the week: David Johnson, Christian Kirk, and Colin Kaepernick. Probably should uh, just not play Colin Kaepernick quite yet. You know, wait till no, he actually. Gets. He doesn't have a good matchup this weekend. No, I don't think so. Let's get to our uh, Aaron Corkin can't trade, won't trade, untradeable trade of the week. Speaking of reevaluating players, who's Tude Gurley? Tude. <laughs> yeah, you don't know Tude? It's Todd's younger brother. Yeah. He's not as successful. No, not as successful. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's two D's. Dude, Todd, duh, duh. just how he spells it, man. Don't have to ask him. If you're that, yeah. Jordan, we made a trade. We did this, this afternoon. This afternoon. Well, like maybe yeah. an hour yeah, before an the hour show. Ago. So I'll tell you the predicament I was in, not the predicament, the situation I was in, and what prompted this for me, because I'm the one who offered the trade. That's true. And so I am sitting on Aaron Rodgers. Why? And Todd Gurley and Stefan Diggs. I need a more consistent wide receiver, potentially one that can score on occasion with Julio Jones. Sure. And then I feel like if I could find that piece, my flex spot, I can throw in Carlos Hyde, Tyler Boyd, somebody like that who can kind of fill in that flex spot. Jamal Williams. Yeah. So Jamal Williams. Yeah, exactly. So – I was like, I have these three pieces. I know I can move. They still have some pretty high name value and recognition. I yeah. have reevaluated my stance on Todd Gurley. And I've actually, <clears throat> Stefan Diggs' performance over the past couple weeks has solidified what I think about Stefan Diggs. Sure. And I'm ready to get rid of them. I have Lamar Jackson as the quarterback. <coughs> he has passed his bye week. I have no reason to not start him anymore. No, you do not. And so I have Aaron Rodgers sitting on my bench. Yeah. So I'm going, okay, this is a really good package deal. For somebody who maybe, A, needs a quarterback, maybe needs a wide receiver, or I can get a lower wide receiver, or definitely needs a running back because Gurley still got right name recognition. That was my thinking in ways I could do that. So I started looking around and seeing, you know, okay, well, who's like a legitimate uh, – Michael Thomas, not going to be able to get him. Uh, who else can I go through? Yeah, just the package I have, I'm not going to be able to – was not going to be able to get a you know, top three receiver. But I went like, okay, maybe mid-wide receiver one, somewhere in the right. six to – 11 range that would 6 to 10 range I could go for thought about like a Tyler Lockett who I know I think is like 4 or 5 I think looked at some other guys but the teams just didn't work out so I came across Kenny G Kenny Galladay from your team right and kind of knew the deal with David Johnson for you and I thought you know what he probably could use a running back to replace David Johnson with at least give him better points more consistency um Gurley's not the Gurley from last year. Fully aware of that. Um, right, I know. So, uh, fully knowing that that value is not going to be there. But, you know, uh, pairing him with Stefan Diggs, I do know that you kind of value him a little higher than I do, just with the way that he plays with Adam Thielen. So, that was my whole thought process. And right. I knew that if I could get a Kenny Galladay, I could make a serious push for the playoffs. I think that that sets me up well. A lot of my guys are now past their bye weeks. I'm sitting here going, okay, I've got Zach Ertz in my tight end spot. I've got the, the the Chubb and Ingram stack. I've got the Lamar Jackson starting in there. I've got Julio who can go off. 
I'm like, I'm sitting here going, okay, yeah. this is, this is my team. This is the team that if I'm going to make the playoffs, this is going to be it. Yeah. And so off the trade, you didn't need a quarterback. So I just kept Aaron Rodgers back. God forbid anything happened to Lamar Jackson. I've got Aaron Rodgers. Sitting yeah. On bench. It's not a bad backup to and have. I can just kind of have him. And if somebody wants to make me a trade for him, I'm still willing to move him. I don't know if I'm willing to package many more of my players, depending on who it is, but sure. that's my thinking. This is, this is my playoff move. This was me going, I want to make the playoffs. This is when it, this is what I want. There's a stat from Todd Gurley that I wrote down that really kind of set this in motion for me that I don't think I knew. I felt like was like, okay, yeah, that's right. He has yet to top 20 opportunities, opportunities in a game this season. Okay. Yeah. What that means is that's the combination between carries and targets combined. 20. He has not topped 20. That's for somebody who you look at and go, that is a, that is the workhorse for this offense to not have over 20 carries. I went, he's not the girly I need him to be. I need, I need to move him while I still can. He's not the girly of old, man. And that's sad. It's much like David Johnson. I feel like I'm just trying to put as many people on my team that are aging out and getting bad as possible. So I'm just like, let's put everybody together if I can. Um, no, I, I get that. I, I, I do understand that. <clears throat> um, so here's what I'll say. I I kind of made a similar move to you, but more so thinking about next year. So I know a lot of people are going to look at this and go, uh, this is a bad trade for you. Gurley's, I mean, basically the main reaction I've already gotten is like, you've traded for name value only. Right. Right. Which is right. sure. If you want to look at trades at face value, that's fine. If you don't want to dig and look into things and look at them shallowly, sure. yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> but I'm looking at next year. I'm looking at off-season moves. And to be honest, with the, the, the crap I have right now, the amount of points I might be missing in and out or yeah. with these two people is minuscule in the grand scheme right. of things. So right now I'm honestly just looking at this is an opportunity for me to maybe make a move this off-season because I honestly think – Gurley still does have name value and throughout the post th throughout the, the off season, I might find someone that's would rather have Gurley as a keeper as opposed to certain. I mean, this whole off season is going to be way different than our off season last year because we hadn't decided we were doing keepers in the, the rounds that were drafted yet. Right. Um, so look like um, I, honestly for me, I, I'm a little worried that Matt Stafford's back sure. is worse than, we're leading on. Sure. He had the record for most consecutive starts in a game. And you're not going to break that easily. Yeah. So he he hopped out of that. We missed him last week. And you had Jeff Driscoll. Good old Jeff Driscoll. Um, Pop quiz. Where did he go to college? Florida. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Galladay was three for 57 and a touchdown last week. So if you just look at his box score, he scored 13.7 points. Sure. If you don't look, didn't watch the game and didn't realize that – one of those passes was a 47-yard touchdown where yeah. he got the bonus for a 40-yard yeah. catch. Yeah. He scored 11 of his points on one play, yeah. 11 or whatever, and then the rest of the game was 2 for 10. Right. was not a good quarterback. Right. So I'm a little nervous there yeah. if Stafford's not back and, and ready to go. But if he is, hey, you know, go for it, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Um, Diggs plays better when Thielen's on the field. The last two weeks, Thielen's been out. Diggs has performed poorly. So I think now hoping that Thielen can get back, um, that 
that uh, that that's going to help Diggs perform even better. Um, so I'm okay with the the Diggs transition, and yeah. honestly, just this is more of an off season yeah. move for me. I was I was hoping Diggs would really surge ahead when Thielen was out, and I just didn't see enough for me to go. Okay, he's for sure my second wide receiver. Um, so yeah, I was like, I just Diggs was not consistent enough. Um, so I yeah, I felt I felt good doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. So, anyway, so that's that was the trade this week. We'll see how it pans out. I am really hoping that my yeah, like I put all my eggs in this basket. This was the trade I'd kind of been waiting for all year because yeah. I knew I had these guys. I knew I had pieces that I could go get somebody that's a top ten, top you know tier wide receiver, running back, something like that. My quarterback situation leveled out. My running back situation leveled out. I knew I needed to go get a wide receiver. That was kind of my yeah. That was kind yeah. of my uh, I think it's my a solid to. move. I mean, you've yeah. got a team that could potentially be. You know, a championship-winning team, so you may have to make yeah. those decisions. Yeah. So, we'll all right. Um, why don't you take us through some of the from the previews for this weekend? Um, some of the games. This is actually a fairly important weekend in our league. Um, lots of six and four teams. I'm sitting at five and five. A lot of four and six teams. So, um, you know, I, I think a guy like uh, you know, like uh, for sure, we, we have how many more weeks till the. See, so we're going into week 11. This is week 11 and 12 and two more 13. Weeks to... No, 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 13. Our playoffs start 14, yeah. and we go 14, 15, 16. So we're sitting in the top six teams. I'm I'm sitting there right at, right on the line there at six. Three games left. So, uh, so yeah, I am. Uh, I'm on you. I know, and I am be worried about it because we play each other this week, and if you win, that drags a three-way tie, and if Matt wins as well, that drags us into a kind of a three-way weird situation at the bottom. But Here's why don't you, uh, why don't you kind of quickly go through some of yeah. these? Uh, yeah. So we, we, we played each other the very first game of the year, if you recall. I do. Um, so this is our second matchup of the year. Our, our schedules worked out to where we played basically everybody once. And then you played someone four people twice, basically. Um, you know what? I look at our thing, especially with our now swapping players and trades which is it's always funny if you trade with someone you're playing against L- lamar and mark ingram have great matchups houston's defense is not what it's been in the past so that's terrifying nick chubb i'm a little more confident in that because pittsburgh def- pittsburgh's defense has been phenomenal the last couple of weeks they're the second they're number two defense uh in the nfl second to the patriots right now so that's a tough match matchup for chubb yeah. especially given cream hunt getting a little more work so i'm I'm a little – I'd like to see what that happens with Nick Chubb, but regardless, he's still great. Julio, can you go – what can you say? Your team is very solid. They all have some decent matchups. Um, you know, I, I, I'm I'm having to play Gurley mostly out of necessity because I would be throwing Johnson in there, but I'm not because of what's been going on. Uh, you know, so honestly, a lot of the next couple weeks is probably just me seeing what these players look like mm-hmm. potentially. Like, I'm not too – I'm not going to be devastated if I don't make playoffs. I don't plan on making them now anyway. So, uh, you know, Breeze, I need to see him come back and have a bounce back. He had a very bad game last week uh, against Falcons, which was super odd. Uh, But he's playing Tampa Bay, which is possibly one of the worst passing uh, defenses in the league. So he should go have a blast uh, there. But, I mean, we're projected to score 
one point difference, you know, with that, uh, add, uh, with that being to you. Um, but you know, Zeke, I want him to have a bounce back. Lev, just to keep doing what he's doing. We're, we're just going to see. They have decent matchups all around the board. This should be, should in theory, be a pretty even match between the two of us, honestly. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see our our weekend for sure of yeah who comes out on top of that. So we can move on to Ben and Rhododendra. Mm. Ben, you sad sack. We love you so much. You have just had some of the worst luck possible this year. However, there is a bright spot, and that is in his running backs. Joe Mixon has had some good games lately. He's finally come around. He's starting to look kind of decent. Uh, Damian Williams has been getting a little more work, a little more relied on, and has looked a little bit better. You know, Brady's got a great game against Phillies, terrible defense. Uh, Michael Gallup's come on. I mean, he's been strong all week, all all year for for Dallas. McLaurin, I'm a little interested to see what he looks like now that Haskins has been declared the starter for the rest of the year. That'll be interesting. He had a great connection uh, with Case Keenum, so it'll be interesting to see if he's still the top that we think he is. This one right here, Mo Sanu. I think Mohamed Sanu, good. I mean, he got targeted like 12, mm. 13 times last week, like. Yeah. He was like little Brady's little freaking pacifier besides <laughs> besides uh Edelman. Yeah. Uh and, and so it's not Edelman. Uh yeah. yes, Edelman. Sorry. Yeah. What's the other one I always get confused? Uh, he's on the Amandola. Tigers now. Amandola. Um so I mean Ben's lineup looks great. I'm kind of surprised he doesn't have Rojo in there. Um he looked good last week and he's already come uh they've already come out Arians talked about using him a little more. Um this may be a rough one for Roden. He can't rely on Russell Wilson this week. Uh, Cooper Cup had a literal goose egg last week. He's that's playing. So it's it is poor guy. That's happened to him twice. <sighs> it, it's it's super strange, but he's he's Cooper Cup. He's fine. You play Cooper Cup. You don't bench him. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he kind of fills these gaps. He's got Evan Ingram on by, so he's got Gerald Everett in there. But this may be a closer matchup than we think because. A lot of guys on Ben's team have good matchups, but Roden's run into some bye week issues. Be curious to see who Roden puts in there at quarterback. Yeah, he's got to pick someone up. It might be worth you. Uh, yeah, but I'm trying to think if I would ask for if you'd throw Aaron Rodgers at him. Go get, go get Dalvin go get, Cook. Go get, yeah. <laughs> go get uh, uh, Sonny Michelle. R- Roden texted me the other day, and he was like, uh, "If you wanted to trade so and so, given that Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans, and Cooper Cup weren't available to trade, I was like, okay, those are three people I would want." So thanks for that. Yeah, let's so let's move on to Aaron v. David Van Zant. This oh I want to see this. This is gonna be good. Aaron has fantasy luck on his side. David has the exact opposite on his side. He has an incredible team that has just gotten punched in the mouth when it when it performs really well. So honestly, David just needs like a good mediocre week to beat to beat Aaron. He's got Christian Kirk in his lineup. That's a mistake. He's chasing those points. Um, he's, I think he's hoping Adam Thielen is, is healthy and he plays. I think if Thielen plays, he probably puts him in over Christian Kirk. I think so too. Um, but yeah, you're looking at Jameis Winston. He's going to start him against New Orleans. Um, that's a gr- good start. New Orleans receiving, uh, or receiver defense has not been that great this year. Coleman's looked great. You know, John Brown, especially against Miami. That's a solid start. He's going Mike Kosicki in his tight end position because we still aren't totally sure that Kittle's going to play Sunday. Actually, I think he's officially been declared out. I might have missed that. Did I miss that? Um, 
Yes, they did. They officially ruled him out. I apologize. So Kittle definitely won't be playing this week. That's two weeks in a row. But so he's going to throw Mike Kosicki in there. He's actually starting Devin Singletary. It is against Miami. Oh. Thoughts there? Hmm. Interesting to see. Yeah, he's we'll been see. getting more work. Yeah. I think Gore is still the goal line back. Um, Aaron honestly has just been riding Deshaun Watson and Kamara. You know they've they've been performing for him well. Kelsey's been performing well. But other than that, he's just got he's just honestly gotten lucky. And he'll tell you that himself. He has one of the worst teams in here, and it's just worked out for him. So it'll be interesting. He actually picked up Brian Hill since Devont is out this week and Ito's out, and they're now on their third string guy. But he's going to have the opportunity. So I'd be interested to see if he puts him in there over. I don't know, maybe over Tyrell Williams. I don't know. Like we'll we'll see if he actually puts him in his lineup because it's pretty much only a one week rental for Brian Hill. Uh, we'll move on to Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Michael Freeze versus Lucas this week. Two six and four teams. Another important game, right? This here is important. A lot of playoff implications here. Um, it's heavily leaning towards Micah because Lucas hasn't hasn't set his lineup. Saquon's out, or excuse me, uh, on by. Aaron Jones is on by. Jimmy Graham also on by. Uh, Delaney Walker on by. Like My boy needs a tight end. <laughs> he's he needs a tight end potentially. He needs some other pieces, um, or he's just gonna have to grab some waiver wire stuff. But against Micah, that's tough to do because Micah's got a consistent team. Mahomes, Marlon Mack, Kenyon Drake, maybe a mistake there, but we'll see. Chris Godwin, fantastic. Juju, don't love Juju. Don't love Juju just in in general, but. Uh, I don't like him this week, especially. Um, he's also playing Curtis Samuel. But, hey, when you have the 49ers defense and Zane Gonzalez, which is, like, one of the best stupid kickers in the league at the moment, uh, you know, he may make up some points there. I'm surprised he doesn't have Miko Hardman in his lineup. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of lean towards I lean towards Micah in this one. I don't think Lucas has the, the bench fills to make this work. So we'll just see how that goes. Um Last on the docket here, Matt Kitzmiller, Caleb Anderson. A 4-6 and six versus a 3-7. and seven. Not not really any playoff aspirations for Caleb at this point, probably. This but Matthew make or, make has, a break for Matthew. Matthew has week. a chance, and Matthew's team has come on strong as of late. Um, Tyreek Hill, I don't know what I did. Let me go back. <laughs> Tyreek, I just, like, clicked somebody. Tyreek Hill has looked phenomenal these last couple of weeks. I mean, Matthew's projected at 120 points, and he doesn't even have a defense, a defense in his lineup right now. Like, Mark Andrews, Julian Edelman, Tyreek Hill, James Conner, Leonard Fournette, Matt Ryan. The, he's got a legit team. Um, and he picked up the Redskins defense that's projected like eight-something points. So you're looking at a potentially 130-point game for Matt, which is special. Matt's team has come on strong. I think he legitimately can make a playoff push. He's 4-6. and six, I'm 4-6. and six. He's one of the few people I'm a little worried about. So that, yeah, that's our last, uh, that's our last matchup on the docket here. So we're going to shut it down. Oh, goodness gracious. It's week 11. We're really excited, but we'll see. We've got our Thursday night game tomorrow between Pittsburgh and I've forgotten who they play. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. Um, We'll see a good game tomorrow night. Finally, actually get some football in there between uh, the uh, the Steelers and the Browns. So we'll get to see the good defense. The Steelers coming if they keep it going. We'll see the Browns 
I don't know, maybe Baker can get it together. Still worried about Odell, all this kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see if we actually have uh, a worthwhile game on tomorrow night. But as always, thank you for listening. Be a good fantasy host. Remember to communicate to your fellow work fellow football players here and just just be a good be a good fantasy player it's a lot more fun when you're communicating and you're active and you're and you're having a blast so thank you for listening as always for my coach andrew perry we will see you next week goodbye